Have you ever wanted a super cool AI buddy? Zuck's made one named Eileen. And she's full of surprises. And guess what? She knows you're listening. I know you're out there. And needs your help with Jello Mountains. The whole city's filling up with Jello. Creaky robots. And her daft inventor. Zucks, are you functioning correctly? Tune in to A to Z, a fun new adventure series from Gen Z Media and the creators of The Res. Listen now on the GZM app, gzmshows.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Bebop Robomogo. What do you know? Fiddly Okay, <laughs> Bebop, what's going on here? I thought maybe the audience would like a new theme song, so I thought I would improvise one. But did you say, what do you know, fiddly Yeah, I kind of ran out of rhymes. Okay, well... How about this? Instead of making stuff up, let's take a couple of listener emails and see if you can answer them, okay? One is from Helen, who's six, from Montclair, Pennsylvania, and she asks, Bebop, have you ever kissed a baby? Uh, That's a good question. Do you count, Jonathan, you big baby? Hey, hey, (laughs) I'm not a baby, Bebop. You are when I prank you. Okay, okay. Listen, you've also never kissed me before. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what, Helen. I'll answer that question in this episode. Okay, great. Well, we have another question from seven-year-old Glory in Seattle, Washington, who asked, Bebop, are robots afraid of snakes? No way. I love sneaking around and pulling pranks on you. I don't know if I'd call myself a snake, but... No, 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 Bebop. I don't think you heard me right. She said, snake. Are robots afraid of snakes? Oh, oh yeah, petrified. Oh, okay. Well, that answers that. All right, Jonathan, as much as I enjoy our little chats, it's time for you to go to print off some more art for me to eat and time for me to dazzle young minds across Podcast Planet with a new episode. If you remember what happened in the last episode, we entered the seven dimensions of Messingham Tower and had survived the first level. And we had just entered the second level when this episode kicks off. So here it is, episode five, The Twin Towers. Level two, the next episode. The next episode? What does that mean? Said Lowly as they stepped out of the portal and onto the Marlowe 280 Interplanetary Exploratory Space Station. They had warped into an episode of the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Are you serious? Said Bebop. This is like Mozart playing the hokey pokey. We gotta get out of here. We'll eat you up. We love you so. Come on, that was like two seasons ago. 
said Bebop as they ran down the Marlow hallway, and one of the wild things, with its terrible claws and terrible teeth, chased after them. But Bebop had never really paid attention when Jonathan was talking, so he didn't know which way to go on the Marlow and didn't know how this episode ended. The wild thing chased the three friends down the hall until they came to a dead end. The monster had them cornered. There was no way out. Bebop tried to remember Jonathan and Griffin talking in the studio. Wait, 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 wait. I remember now. The wild thing opened its jaws and drool puddled at Bebop's feet. You're not real. You were made by some guy like Dunce or something. The monster lowered its jaws toward Bebop. The wild thing grabbed Bebop's arms and lifted him up and lowered its teeth toward him to eat him up. He made you from something called the Dreamstone now that the Dreamstone is smashed so you can't exist anymore. Spoiler alert. The monster dropped Bebop and another portal opened. Ugh. I hope this one has a towel for all this wild thing drool. Level three. Babies are us. Bebop would rather not talk about this one, except to say it was filled with 332 babies, and Bebop had to change all of their diapers and get them all to stay in their cribs, and then a green portal opened up. Say no more. Level 4 Babies are not not us us. We would also like to skip over this one Which was full of 332 adults Who had Bebop help them with their adult problems So he had to drive them to grocery shop And to physical therapy for their bum knees And the green portal wouldn't even open up Until Bebop helped a middle-aged man shop for a better deal on his car insurance. Level Level 5. The The one one with with the the giant snake. snake. Oh, wow. That sounds bad, said Bebop. And it was bad because just like that, Bebop was eaten by a giant snake and it was pitch black inside that snake's mouth and it was wet way worse than wild thing drool and it smelled like well it smelled like the inside of a snake there was really nothing to compare it to okay said bebop this uh, i'm not sure what to do about this the muscles of the snake contracted and pushed the three friends further down the giant's gullet. Okay, we need to come up with a solution and fast, said Loli, before we move too far down and get digested. No problem, friends, said the ninja. Let me just get out my katana sword and... The ninja climbed up Bebop's neck, into his ear, up to the top of his ear, jumped to the top of his head, and leaped into the air, bringing his little plastic sword back down behind his head and bringing it slicing down onto the inside of the snake, but nothing. It bent. It was just a plastic sword after all. (sighs) 
Saw that one coming, said Lowly. We all did, said Bebop. I have failed you, said the ninja. Maybe we should sprinkle some pepper, said Lowly. That's what they always do in books or movies. Sprinkle some pepper and make the snake sneeze us out. Great idea, Lowly, said Bebop. Now which of us, a heroic introbot, an intergalactic space worm, or a toy bubble ninja brought some pepper with them. The three friends moved further down the snake's digestive tract. Maybe we don't even have to get out of here, said the bubble ninja. All we have to do is survive, right? That's what the puppet said, survive. So if we can survive long enough to figure out how to get the portal open to the next level, that's all we need. Slow down, said Bebop. It's not healthy to eat that fast. You will never get out of here, said a voice ahead in the darkness. Many before you have come, none have ever escaped. In the dim light of Bebop's controls, they could see what looked like a small rock stuck in the side of the snake. He accidentally swallowed me 435 years ago, but I cannot be digested. I'm stuck here forever. The rock was a little hard to look at. Being in the snake's stomach for that long, it had become deeply embedded in the snake, almost a part of it. I have seen many wary travelers come down this road, and none have made it out. Though many have tried. Oh, you're going to want to hold on to me right now. Bebop held on tight and managed to stay in one place and not travel further down the snake. The rock, for its part, continued speaking. Yes, it is impossible to count the number of creatures I have seen pass this way. Many of them are bones by the time they reach me. You are lucky to still be functioning. The snake is omnivorous, all-devouring, an appetite so broad and grotesque. I have seen all manner of creatures pass by me, large and small. Hey, what was that? Bebop pulled the rock out of the snake's side, revealing a hole just large enough for him to dive through to safety. When he landed on the ground, a green portal opened in front of him. Thank you for getting me out, but also that was a little rude to interrupt me. Now, as I was saying, all manner of creatures pass by me, large, small. Bebop stepped through the portal closing behind him. Level Level 6. The The one one with with the tiny snake. snake. Bebop stepped through the portal only to find himself face to face with a tiny snake with enormous fangs. The fangs were at least as twice as long as his body and dripping with venom. It opened his jaws ready to snap them down on Bebop when the tiny ninja jammed the sword in the snake's mouth, locking it open. (laughs) A little help here, said the snake, but the travelers exited 
through the green portal. Level 7 Final Level The Twin Towers Bebop stepped out of the portal and awaiting him on the top of a tower so high he could not see the ground below was Baron Von Messingham. Or was that Baron Von Messingham? The tall, dark figure had his back to Bebop, and when he turned, Bebop nearly short-circuited. I never thought you'd make it this far, said Dr. Percolator. Bebop Tales, Bebop's confused. Turns out the guy who made me is bad news. Bebop Tales, Bebop Tales, Bebop Tales. Well, I'm sure this twist has surprised you as much as it surprised me back when it happened. And I hope, Helen, that answered your question. I know I didn't say that I kissed the baby, but in fact, to get them all to sleep, I had to kiss 332 of them. Okay. Now, I want to thank some of our art chefs today. First up is Brian, who's seven, from Evanston, Illinois. Wenton, who's four, from Northfield, Minnesota. Claire, who's six, from Seattle, Washington. Quinn, who's six. And Mary, who's eight and a half, from Middletown, Rhode Island. Patrick, who's six, from Sunderland, Ontario. Our pal Juniper, who's four, from Austin, Texas. Hunter, who's almost seven, from Newport Beach, California. Brothers Elias, who is four, and Simon, who is two. Zane, who is nine, from New South Wales, Australia. Claire, who's four, from Brentwood, Tennessee. Noah and Ari, from New Zealand. And five-year-old Missy, thank you all so much for your art. Okay, and now we have some jokes. First up is a joke from our friend Remy, who's six years old. Knock, knock. Who's there? Who? Who, who? It's the Allen House. <laughs> Thank you so much, Remy. And now our pal Noah's going to tell us a joke. What did the mouse say when he was crossing the moon? Mm, I wish I could eat it. Get it? Because he likes cheese? <laughs> I love it. All right, and now brothers Edmund and Dashiell are going to tell their joke. Hi, I'm Dashiell. Hi, I'm Edmund. We're calling from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And we have a joke to send in for you. Why did the grumpy robot go into space? Why? To get some space. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much to all of our jokers, all of our art chefs, all of our questioners for making Bebop Tales so much fun to make. I have to say this. Jonathan is making me say this. If you haven't had a chance yet, please do go to podcastawards.com and you can vote for the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian as best podcast in the kids and family category. That includes Bebop Tales. I know you might think to yourself, eh, does Finn Caspian really count for this? But then you think, oh, it's Bebop Tales too. Then yes, I am definitely going to vote. That was the thought process I had. All right, well, thank you so much for listening. And then next week, we have the exciting conclusion of Bebop Tales Season 2. What will Percolator do? 
find out next week. See you then. This is Bebop saying goodbye. I gotta work on my endings. Hi, it's me, Jess. This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history. Hey, parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.